Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life admin. Yep. It even sounds boring. No wonder it goes on the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you'll ever need in any game that you will ever play or any story you will ever tell. I'm your host, Zancy Weber, here with my two trusty co-hosts. Oh, it's Darcy. I got something in the oven. It's an idea. And... Hey, hey, it's Tully. Do you also have an idea in your oven? No, it's in the microwave. Uh, I just, it's more convenient. Living in the future. And once again, we have our special guest back. It is... Jack. Hey, how you doing? It's me. I'm doing fine. Do we need a yes. getting... Okay, well... How will they know who we that? are? <laughs> we literally just told them our names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, here's my quick idea question to learn a little bit about you. Uh, you've just got home from work. Uh, you're going to cook something, but you're going to cook it quick. What are you throwing together as either a dinner or a little snacker? It can't be straight out the fridge. It's got to take at least two steps to make. What would you make? Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I, I was going to ask something uh, RPG related, yeah, but fine. Like, oh, but you know, and also D and D. One of my favorite foods is peas. I love peas. Yeah. So I'll usually just cook some peas, cook some pasta, put some cheese in it. Cheesy you know, pea pasta. Yeah, cheesy pea pasta. Mmm, <laughs> pea. Cheesy pea pasta. Uh, Tully, please pluralize that. Mmm, <laughs> peas. Somehow that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, personally, I am a fan for like just basics. I'm a fan of an egg fried rice. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's quick, it's easy, it's tasty, it keeps well. Uh, Jack, um, I've been literally eating boiled eggs a lot. <laughs> I'm like, like a lizard, man. Like, I'm like, oh my god, eggs are so good. I love eggs. So just been boiling like. Every morning, I've been boiling more eggs. I started with two. More eggs. And then I just went to four. And to, like today, what? I was at five eggs. I'm just don't know. So how it's, many like, it's, like the wheat, it's like, yeah, it's like the wheat. It's like, yeah, it's like the wheat mix challenge. Yeah, but just with eggs. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh my God, this it's, is. How many do you do? I do a 15 eggs, I'm, like a giant I'm lizard. So many eggs. I'm literally going to go home and make a shit ton of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> just boil them up. I love it. It just feels good. Uh, I've, I've been doing a new one. So I make a toasted cheese sandwich, but I take off the top and I put a cooked egg in there 
and I put the top on and I, and I cook it on either side and then I have a toasted cheese with an egg inside of it. Wait, so so you do the, the toasted cheese first, then you open the toasted cheese, put no, it no, in no, and here's then the thing. you redo okay, it? Okay, let me walk you through my steps. Bread. Butter on that bread. Okay, bottom loaf onto the pan. Okay. That's sizzling. Yeah. Then I put cheese on that on the top of that. Then I put an egg on the top of that. Then I put other buttered bread on top. Then I flip the sandwich in the. It's all in the yeah. skillet. Uh, and then I uh, take it out, cut it in half. You get yourself an eggy toasted cheese, baby. Here's on nerd cooking with the cast of Hooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nerd cooking. That's cool cooking. Nerd cooking is just gonna. Bunch of Mountain Dew and Cheetos and pour it together and just mash it with your fist into a paste. Honestly, Jack, I don't want to call you out, but honestly, just boiling a bunch of eggs <laughs> and just eating the eggs—that's that's a pretty yeah. nerd nerd cuisine. Like I can I can imagine. Okay, it's fair. It's I can fair. imagine like a nineties. If there was like a nineties land party, there would definitely be a guy. It wouldn't be out of place if he was busy playing Counter Strike yeah. with just a bowl of boiled eggs that he was just. Munching on. Would any like of you gentlemen so like some boiled eggs? My fertility has increased a thousand folds. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, okay. I'm glad that we're not doing a silly word like secretion. <laughs> <laughs> not this week. I learned my lesson. <laughs> okay, so what we do here is we make up some plot hooks or some storylines that you can use in your games or if you're going to write a short story. Based on a image and a random word. And this week we have a submitted image. Darcy. Yeah, so um, I asked one of my artist friends if he could do some sketches while he was at work and send any of them in. And what he's done is absolutely incredible. Um, It's the image of what looks to be an archway uh, in a bottle. Uh, But it's just, it's so high detail. It's so colourful. Um, and I'm going to shout him out now. I'm going to shout him out later. If you want to follow his stuff, he's on Instagram at luke.alexandr. And um, yeah, it's just amazing. All of his artworks are like he'll do sketches and then he puts in the um, the color on top. But he's just the type of character that's always sketching no matter what he's doing. Yeah. So would you like to describe what he sent through? Yeah. So once again, oh, let me get it. It's a uh, small circular bottle with a cork in the top uh, emanating uh, luminescent green energy and inside is what appears to be a jungle uh, with a brick archway a broken brick archway a broken brick archway Mm. okay and our random word is element so who wants to go first I'll start off if you like I think we would all like Mm, beautiful so um, you've heard of the gatekeeper Everyone in this local settlement has heard of the gatekeeper, but nobody really has a solid idea of who the gatekeeper is. Some people talk about you know, the gatekeeper, gatekeeper uh, guarding the uh, guarding the realms from uh, guarding the nine hells or guarding the heavens. Some talk about guarding the plains. Some people just talk about an old man that lives by an old gate. Um, really, nobody has a clue who this is. But as you set out in search for them, you see an archway, a brick archway in the middle of nowhere. And by it is the gatekeeper. Why are you searching out the gatekeeper? I mean, it's an interesting story. And is if it everyone... because you are the key master? Uh. Are, we, are we just on a Keanu Reeves thing now? <laughs> Keanu Reeves wasn't in Ghostbusters, was he? Oh, 
Okay. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Keanu this- Reeves for <clears throat> Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Keanu Reeves for the new Ghostbusters re- um, reboot. <laughs> sure. It's, it's just not. It's all for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, all four of them are Keanu Reeves. They're going to do, do a parent trap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we have uh, the gatekeeper in the woods. Mm-hmm. All right, who has another one? Who has another pledge? All right, I've got one. Uh, mine is a cult, and I've got a bit of a vague idea for mine, so I'm going to need some help from my pals. But I'll start us off. I get by with a little help from my pals. <laughs> do you have any pals? Uh, do I have any pals? They're not here. Oh, oof. <laughs> okay. Jesus is your pal. Let me get to my idea. It's the distant year of 2040. <laughs> the world has been completely burned over and nothing remains except for a desert landscape. It, oh, uh, except for a desert landscape and uh, this, these large uh, metallic cities. Uh, we're talking Mad Max styles. We're talking uh, bits of buses, bits of whatever, holding them together. Okay, so they're not shiny metallic cities. They're rusty no, metallic they're cities. They're rusty metallic cities. In each of the cities, um, in like the center part of the city, they've managed to hold on to the, like the, the last bastion. The thing that kept these cities alive were these uh, machines that are able to just vaguely control the weather in their area. Uh, but because they're being kept together by bits of scrap metal and trash and this, that, the other, these things are haywire. Some ter- terrains are like um, fire, like, you know, brimstone. Other areas are flooding, um, just avalanches. Uh, Can I yeah. just clarify? Yeah. Now, I love it as an effect yeah. for a game, yeah. but technically brimstone isn't weather. Okay, well, it's not brimstone. <laughs> fire and... Fire and uh, technically, rock. fire isn't weather. <laughs> well, it's a f- okay. Look, they, well, look. Hey, I told you these things are busted up. Okay, yeah, they're like, busted up. This is supposed to make clouds, and they're like, oh, it's making fire. Oh, no <laughs> clouds. Oh, yeah, no. you've got fire. it on the fire setting. Clouds. <laughs> anyway, my Get second up. little twisty bit for the intro sequence is that um, to make it real weird and nonsensical, every year they have a race. We're talking weird death race scenario. Okay, and so the cult is the people that organise this death race. Yes, and okay. run the society. Okay, so we have Mad cult Max. of the death race. We we have the gatekeeper in the woods. Jack, what do you have for us? Okay, so you, one of your players, come across this uh, potion, the very back of you know a potion shop, one that your potion seller is trying to get off the shelf, you know. Oh, you can take potion that. Seller. Hey, potion seller. Potion seller. Yeah. You can handle my strongest <laughs> potion. You are a rascal, Has anyone sir. ever run that encounter, the potion seller? Encounter? God, I want to. Oh, you so need a player to that'll, you, that'll you play along. Exactly. And you've got to go through the emotion. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you, you know, he gives it as a discount. Yeah, take it. And, you know, held to the certain light, you can see an image in the in the potion itself kind of like those you know those cards you get and you kind of flip them around you can see like oh it's a it's a dragon and the dragon's breathing fire if you flick it in the right sort of yeah holographic holographic <laughs> yeah yeah those same sort of thing with looking inside this potion partly you can see inside this potion what looks like this majestic castle greater than any sort of like king's castle or anything like that you've probably seen in your life the other sort of flipped image is that of a ruined castle barely put together, taken over by vines, 
you know, entropy and time has taken it. Um, at first, when you first pop the cork, you think, hey, I'll give this a shot and knock back this potion. It's got sort of a earthy, like stone-like quality taste to it mm. and sort of a, a, and a sense of, um, to you, uh, coming coming from like the center of your chest, sort of very like a rigid sort of stone-like feeling inside of you, maybe some sort of bonus to toughness or something. Um, and also a sense of loss and mourning. Oh, I want to be sad. Mm. Now, this this com- this brings to light a very serious issue I find in most games is if you're presented with a magic potion. If I just came up to you and said, "Hey, Darcy, yeah, here's a magic potion." Oh wait, uh, I've already I've already taken the lid off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, how quickly do you drink it? It's what? gone. It's gone. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was thirsty. It was hot. Sure. Luckily for you, it was only Coke. Ah, I should have known by the by the bottle it was in. Technically, yeah. it's poison. So yeah. <laughs> you drink you just, enough of it. You just have to drink How a lot of it. your constitution? <laughs> yeah, like it, the the drinking of random potions in D and always find to be a maybe I'm just a naturally paranoid person. Well, well, think about even like the time period that it's going off. In some sense, like you had people back in the day in like the 1700s who were like, "I'm just going to try mercury because yeah. why not? I'm a scientist." <laughs> they didn't really have the same confet. You know, there was a little yeah, bit more of yeah, a yeah, yeah. new feature of discovery. You're but, feeling you know, sad, sir. They, have you tried a box of leeches? Yeah. Have you tried drilling a head directly into your goddamn skull? Your wife's feel- angry, is she? Have have, send her in. We'll we'll give her a bit of masturbation. <laughs> I mean, they discovered fear of God, but they'd forgotten about fear of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so sorry. Was that the end of the the pledge? Yes. Okay, yeah. so we have the 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 toughness but sadness potion. Uh, so who would like to go first with the turn? I've got a little snippet, and then I want some support. Okay. So my little snippet is this. That um, you see the, you know, whatever, Immortem Joe figure say, like, the winner of this year's elemental race will win. And he pulls out um, a bottle, uh, and inside of it is, like, what looks to be a small shaking garden. And everyone goes, oh, because, like, locally known, this is the last garden. So you smash this somewhere, and it will create a beautiful... An oasis. An oasis. And then he says, all right, you know, start your engines. Um, I love that this is, you, you even said the name. This is very clearly a Mortem joke. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with weird elemental stuff. But give me give me a hand, fellas. Actually, I need some fleshing we, out here. Immortem Joe as a gin? Yeah, Actually, I mean, no, it, as it, a Dao. fits, yeah. A- a- any of the, the genies. Mm. Um, so, well, I think because you're making a cult, right? Yeah, that's the goal. I've got the setup, but I need, what's... It's, what's... it's the promised land. Yeah. yeah, it's the place we're all going to. So that's the cult. I think the cult have set up this whole thing, and every year the the various warlords of each of these different cities have to each each one provides the prize, and so they have been waiting to get this prize, and so now the cult, rather than setting up the race, they're going to rig it so they win. Ah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, okay. Consider the idea that it's like a you know only so many people get to go to this promised land. And everyone else stays on the outside. Mm. It's there's. Are you loyal enough to the warlord? Well, you well, should stay loyal, and you should, you know. Well, the idea was that the winner gets the the winner, or like the winner's tribal group. 
Oh, oh well, yeah. Well, I suppose I suppose if you're playing with a group of people, the idea is that you'll be on some sort of big rig, some truck or hovercraft or what have you that yeah. can support you know a few people, and then you can have people jumping onto your vehicle and this that the other one you're in the encounter. So yeah, let's say the tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, actually, people at home. I like that idea that there's you're, you're doing it for some people. You've got. The magpies or the whatever will be able yeah, to. Yeah, because then you can you can mix uh, the Fury Road with the Hunger Games, etc., and just kind of get all of this mashed in together. Lots of lots of tropiness, I think, and, and a great you got to play into it. Oh a, yeah, and of course, yeah, and a great uh, like chase uh, session if if it if, even if it is only one session. I think it does have the potential for a one shot more than anything else. Yeah. You've got yeah. real environmental changing quickly, and oh yeah, no no. Oh yeah, well I was just saying environments changing quickly. Uh, it's pretty it's a pretty simple plot to get into. You need a big map of the road and you need Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> that's, that, that's so cool. <laughs> I was considering the idea, this is kind of just adding on there, imagining these big rig trucks having mm. some sort of like platform that starts on its side and kind of comes up with a and so you could have some sort of like platform of which someone could be driving and there's a large platform on the back of where other people on the rig could be fending off from other people trying to Yeah, jump yeah. On. Like, you know, you've got players who are doing the driving and things are moving, but like you're, you, when you come into contact in combat with someone, it's like boarding ships. Yes, 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 yes. So I, I think fighting. definitely like you could have... Uh, <laughs> the first part of the session is building your rig. Mm. If you're, if you're, oh, the, the team gets to build the their... To build oh, I the love rig. that idea. The players building yeah. their own rig. And then, and then, then you get cool. to race. Yeah. So if you put in a bit of time, you could come up with a point system, um, different vehicle ideas. Um, how much you put into fuel and how much you put into efficiency. I think well, we're getting way into the prestige. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, let's let's leave it there for now. But let's... Uh, can we name the race? Uh, <laughs> I had an idea for the... I think... What does it say? I think or the, the cult. I think yeah. the last garden is what okay, I want to yeah, call this garden. one. Because yeah, that's awesome. the idea. Of, that's what they're winning is the last garden. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay, well, let's go on. Let's go back to Jack. All right. So I think that as this person sees that this potion is like quite effective, it'd be good if you were also, you know, if you're some sort of um, a character that kind of needs a bit of a boost in some kind of strength yeah, yeah. to you. You know, it could either go, I think feel like it could go either way. It could be a defense toughness or it could be an output strength. Yeah. Um, and I think that. This, this image of this castle starts playing into your dreams a bit more and you start kind of um, you know, as you as you sleep and even in your waking hours you kind of see this, you kind of um, uh, you see this castle and you start to see you know, it in its time of like uh, in your dreams, getting snapshots of its time in construction the hours that were put into it and that this castle wasn't a castle built for a lord or a king yeah. it was um a, a passion project of an engineer who always wanted to build a castle, but not a castle for a king, but a castle for everyone. See, I'm as you're describing this, as if you're getting flashbacks. I'm imagining the soundtrack to it being um, the Sunken Cathedral. Has anyone heard it? Uh, I, I know the name of that, but piano it's... piece by um, I believe it was Debussy. Okay, um, I am not familiar with it. Absolutely gorgeous piece. Um, Definitely, definitely recommend. Look it up uh, for some lovely minimalist. What vibes. was his name again? Claude Debussy. Claude, Claude the what? Claude Debussy. Okay, yes. I'll remember right, that cool. name. <laughs> what a cool uh, guy! No, that's really, no, I've heard that. I've heard that piece been called before. Oh, yeah, but I think as it's um, uh, <laughs> as 
we're, you, all, we're all a bunch of children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh, oh, as you're seeing, you know, that this was like some sort of community and some sort of passion. Um, and then you kind of also then start to see how it went wrong because this architect had this, this dream that everyone was going to build this castle. It was going to be a place for everyone to come into, mm. a place without, you know, a king to rule over. It was going to be an environment for everyone to come in, everyone to talk, a more democratic rule. And then things started to fall apart. He kind of lost his vision in his... Uh, his, his vision was kind of compromised in some sense. And um, in its most... In its critical precipice, things didn't happen. It didn't go kind of... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today fell apart and so that emotion is being transferred to you through this potion yes uh what is the so you you've drunk all but the last one mm-hmm. the last little bit of this potion what happens when you comp- when you finish it when you finish the potion you get the finishing of the story which is that it was not just an accident that things came apart the whole thing had been orchestrated and planned by a particular sort of magic user mm. who, whose ability is to be able to extract kind of concepts and emotions from people in a very kind of like, you know, go into the mind and suck out an emotion and distill yeah. that into a potion that gives some sort of physical effect. So the whole thing, you know, the stronger the emotion, the stronger the feeling, and then when you extract that from someone and you put it in a bottle, you can right. condense okay. it yeah, into yeah. thing and you can sell that and it has a physical effect. But you from drinking that person have absorbed a bit of the information and know the person who's done that as well. Right. Interesting. I like it. So you're you're kind of getting this this glimpse into someone else's mind while getting the added benefit of magical potion X. Mm. Yeah. And then there's also some potential hook of like who is this guy who is doing this stuff, who's creating you know taking emotion and putting it into an element of a, this intense potion. And what are we calling this one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> intense emotion potion. Uh, nice. I don't know. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, Darcy likes it. It's not good. I love yeah. me some alliteration. <laughs> Nation. That's just rhyming. That's not alliteration. Mm, I love me some rhymes. <laughs> I like play school. I'm going to meet what, you rhymes in a with second. Play, play school? <laughs> Fool. Okay, good. Okay, <laughs> Tally, please save me. Uh, so, uh, you've discovered the gatekeeper, and as you approach, the ga- gatekeeper calls out, Hello, my friends. It's been so long since I've had a visitor. Do you want to come and try my wares? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> um, so, if you choose to approach, uh, you see by this stone archway is the gatekeeper uh, who carries nothing but the clothes on his back and a single bottle a glass bottle and um I kill him and take the bottle <laughs> well uh, how do you try and kill him uh just with the machine gun <laughs> <laughs> machine gun ain't gonna do it 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, foiled. Foiled. Um, it seems to turn into into air almost. Just disappears uh, and then reappears, bottle in hand. Um, so, looking through, holding the bottle up to the light, and then up between himself and the gate. He just looks through and um, taps the lid. And you see something, as if somebody's poured drops of a colourful liquid into uh, a vial of water, it starts to spread. And where there was originally just uh, just a clear liquid, mm-hmm. now you see a gateway into the plane of, plane of fire. You see everything is, is burning behind, behind the visage. Not anywhere else, just through the bottom. Taps it again, and you see everything fills up with water uh, behind the gate. So he's selling you transportation? Well, he offers you the, the glass bottle. Do you take it? Uh, yes. Excellent. Which one would you like? Wait, how many bottles does he have? Just the one. I think he's saying which biodome would you like? I would like the gold one. I'm afraid there is no gold one, but there is gold <laughs> in the plane of Earth. Yes, um, the plane of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, uh, the gatekeeper almost seems, seems to transform on the spot into a, into a Tao, a solid rock genie, holding this bottle. And behind it, you can see Earth starts to form behind the gate. And he offers you the bottle. I will take it. Excellent. And I will drink it. And uh, do we want to move straight into the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, can we prestige? go back this way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. So we'll, um, yeah, we'll prestige with Tully. Well, you uh, take a drink and nothing happens. But the, the bottle refills. But uh, as, you, as you drink, you notice the gate start to uh, build up. The bricks start to reform. And through it, you can see the elemental plane of Earth. The gatekeeper hands you the bottle and says... Well, here is your return. I will be, I will be waiting here. It's been so long since somebody's come back. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> he's a genie. Yes. And he's sending you wherever you want to go, elemental planes. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to call this the Planeswalker Genie. I want to know why he's doing this. Is he bound here? And is it one person or is it like just... Or is he particularly... Is it a group of genie that are bound to the planes? What's your price, genie? Uh, it's the one genie bound to the gates of the, uh, uh, the this particular gate to the four elemental planes. Right, so it's typical genie behaviour, like they're bound and they have to do this one thing. Yes, and so depending on which uh, plane that you ask for, depending on what you seek, mm. um, the gatekeeper will, will be bestowed a different element yep. uh, and they will send you to that plane they will become that genie so uh, if you choose uh, if you ask for flight or if you ask uh, for air then it will transform into an afriti and it yep. will be a, an air genie um, yes and then the gin if you ask for water then it will be a gin and so on hmm. interesting I like uh, it afriti is fire isn't it afriti yeah. is fire um, I can't remember um, can't who remember knows yeah, anyway. so we get the idea but yes, the genies are the four elements. Okay, so yeah, so he's he's the gatekeeper to the elemental planes. Yes. I've always I've always wanted to run a campaign in the elemental plane of Earth, just because it is just like all dungeon. 
Like there's yeah. no nothing. There's nothing. It's that the worst a dungeon. There. It's the worst <laughs> place. You don't want to go there unless you have a burrow speed. Like I, even then, I quite like the idea of running something in the plane of air because it is just eternally falling until you can find your way to control it. But there's no gravity. True. What are we? <laughs> there's there's all, also nothing to stand. All yeah. we learn from the planes is just that you're, you're good on the you know standard plane. We got a good amount of everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's humans. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. A bird would do fine in the elemental plane of air. Oh. Bird has to land at some point. Yeah, they get tired. They get tuck it out. But they can just they can just stop can just flying. Rest. Where and are the worms? Hmm? They're also Smaller floating birds. about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't trust it. Not my plane of existence. <laughs> All right, let's go back, go back to Jack. Where the plane you came from. <laughs> birds. All right, um, well, let's head back to Jack. Yes. So I think that. No, I, I, I kind of didn't think so I'm going to retcon myself a little bit here that when I was saying that the person who was extracting these, this information these, these, uh, these memories from this person was in fact the person who sold you the potion in the very beginning mm. so it rounds back on itself so you know you'd go back to that potion seller either to be like yo dude what have you done that's pretty messed up that's pretty horrible what you did there Yeah. or to be like that was some really good stuff can you get me some more and going back to him and seeing that, you know, that all of the potions that he has, in some sense or another, have some similar thing, less to or more to. The more powerful the potion, the more clear the emotion that was attached to it yeah. that made it that potion. See, I kind of like the idea that you go back to this guy um, either because you want more or to punish him for what he's doing. Um, because you're now feeling all of this sorrow, like the maximum emotion, mm. and he's like, "Well, I can take it off your hands if you want. If you don't want to feel it anymore." He pulls out a big needle and it's just like, oh, me, uh, "I can suck one, it right back." Yeah, out again. And he, take and it out, and then he makes more from from whatever that. you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like and that's that. why he's giving it away for free. <laughs> oh yes, good yeah, point. Yeah. Good point that he's making it stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah, he's, he's redistilling it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think that, however, he's not crossed a line yet of to be starting to kill people for yeah him. no yeah he's he's got some kind of thing but now that this like is kind of like out of the bottle it's like um <laughs> it's like someone else could take this and take this even further someone could start killing people and taking mm. that little oh bit of, yeah absolutely like, this could be part of something that starts in one section of the game and starts to spread and you're like wow these sorts of potions are really bad news because people are using them for certain things they shouldn't really yeah, well, maybe see. the first time you see him he has an apprentice mm. and then the second time you come back uh. his apprentice is gone on journeyman and so now there's someone else out there doing it and maybe leaving dead bodies behind yeah mm. the yeah. more raw emotion yeah and you can have people who are like you know people who are upper crust people who aren't adventurers who are like well I don't really want the experience of being an adventurer but I'd, I'd love to try some fear. <laughs> but I'd love to try some fear. I'd love to try some. I'd like to wonder. try some fear in the safety of my own home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you have so, any triumph? Do you I'd have any triumph? Have um, any horror movies? And like imagining that, like you know, you being sent on a quest at some point for you to be like, go do this, you know, like really, you know, scary, frightening, uh, exhilarating thing, and then afterwards being like tapped for it yeah, as well. Yeah. Or, or there are people who are adventuring proxy for people to be then to be tapped for it and have it sold. Interesting. I, I really love how this is like a fantasy version of like a cyberpunk. Yeah, the cyberpunk <laughs> dreams <laughs> thing. Yeah. The There's an episode story. of um, Doctor Who that does a similar concept with 
uh, emotions as drugs. Uh. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like an acid tab that you just... Oh, it's like a nicotine patch, but it's an right, emotion yeah. patch. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, um, so yeah, back to Darcy. With so the, uh, I've, I've got a little twist for mine. So I've, I've pretty much set up the idea and where we're going. Um, and what, what we've even come up with a little system now as to uh, how to equip your, you know, your vehicle and all that. I'd like to do something different where I think there'll be a lot of different tribes around. I was wondering if we could go around the table and come up with a really quick pitch for a truck and some people on the back so that when, our, when the players, when, when the DM makes this, they have a few little groups to think about. Kind of got to be Australian focused, right? So, it's Mad Max. It's kind of got to so, be so, a bit so he, Aussie, right? Here's like. my here's my first idea. Is uh, I told you there's different elements. So I was thinking, um, great big semi trailer with a dragon on the front, breathes flames out the front, uh, hugely like uh, fat guy missing a bit of his face uh, that's like been burnt off, uh, and they're called uh, uh, the Burning Heads. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, on to you, Jack. So they're all these people who wear these like tattered orange bits of fur and like roadkill on them and they've got these like z- like like um zip lines that they go across yeah. um and they're the electric possums because they're like possums oh, electrical <laughs> weapons shooting yeah. like harpoons onto the side with yeah i love that atali um you've got a uh, a bunch of very very squat uh people who are in this low rider yeah very very aerodynamic um very almost flat front like like a race car, but exaggerated. Okay. And uh, they are they call themselves the wombats, and they dig, or they they drive underneath the wheels of the others to flip them over. I love that. <laughs> wombats. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I okay, want to play so, this. So, so mine is sabotage. It's all sabotage. So the the truck is built for speed and stability, but on the back it just has a giant like net, um, and it has people on those net but they have you know those kangaroo boots uh oh, oh yes. yeah yeah moon, yeah, right, moon right. boots yeah so what they do they they jump off of this net onto other and then sab- do whatever they do <laughs> yeah. sabotage the other cars Drop and grenade, bounce, and bounce back, back onto onto the uh and catch onto the net i oh. want to add to that i'd love for their leader to be called maru and she's an old little woman yeah, with big glasses and she's like go go on boys go get him and they short thing ma <laughs> Why? Why are all your? Minions? They're all Brooklyn's. There's a Jersey guy in there. <laughs> hey, where am I going? I was adopted. <laughs> Make me proud. Yeah, because I think like Mad Max, the the pole boys were, were were the best bit. So I, I think was thinking yeah, very yeah. Cirque du Soleil trampoline work. Yeah, <laughs> jump in between that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, so they just uh, have like these pogo stick legs. I love it. Okay, so I think they've. I think we've got a pretty decent world. There's some. You got some little groups out there now to put on your track at the starting so, line. Sorry, you, my, oh, sorry. My, my name's Tears, but but they call me the Jersey Devil. <laughs> <laughs> nice Jersey Devil. Love it. How do you think that this would go in the end? Do you think the people who would win it would actually get the garden, or is the garden fake? Well, is, yeah. Is a, I, I, come I on. Think, I think he's on. not telling the truth. There's, there's something going on. What do, you, what do you guys reckon? Well, I think you have to tie it back to the cult, so I think your group is just in it to yeah. win, but at the end, whoever does win, if they win, then they have to fight the cult. Mm. Um, if they don't win, then they can get in on the... They can find out that the cult is planning on stealing and either defeating the cult and using that to kind of get in on the deal with the people who get to keep it or wait for the cult to steal it and then steal it from the cult. I think another classic yeah. another classic um, trope with these types of movies is that if you finally get the, the little, you know, the garden in the bottle, 
if the twist is that it literally is just a little model in a bottle. It's just a bonsai. But, yeah, but someone, either if you want to go that, like, that's terrible. But if they smash it and find out there's a map on the inside to yeah. a real garden or, but, or but something. But what if it's a seed? It's just one seed for one tree. Or a bag of seeds? Or, you, know, it, it, you know, it starts, it is literally a garden in a bottle. Not yeah. yet, not yeah. instantly, but, but over they, But time. it's been so long, no one actually has any concept of like, what, what, what are seeds? What are, what are seeds? these? What are, yeah, exactly. I, want, I threw it on the ground. Why is there no garden? Yeah, mm. I, this is <laughs> That's very cool. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'm happy with that. Okay, so uh, we'll just do a quick rip, whip around and a, a quick wrap up of each of your So concepts. mine was the last garden. Mm-hmm. And the last garden, so it was a Mad Max style race. Through elemental planes. To get the, the last a garden in existence. Yep. Okay. Um, the intense emotion potion um, <laughs> with the element of sadness Ooh. and um, and memories being extracted for the yep. use. In this. Uh, the planeswalker genie, who is a genie who uh, guards the gates to the elemental planes and uh, is every single genie uh, when needed. And just wants a friend. And just wants a friend. It's been so long <laughs> since somebody's come back. <laughs> All right, well, that's been us for this week. If you want to use any of those in your games, please do and let us know. Uh, we, of course, are released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License, which means that you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit, but don't use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without letting us know first. If you want to submit artwork like our friend... Luke, uh, and once again, you can follow him at l-u-k-e dot a-l-e-x-a-n-d-r on Instagram. Links to that will be in the show notes and on and on any of your podcatchers. You can also submit artwork to us at podcast.hooked at gmail.com or reach us out on reach out to us on social media. Thank you very much for coming again, Darcy. Oh, thanks for coming along, boys. That wasn't even Jersey, so well done. Well, you can do two accents. I got two accents. (laughs) They're both getting worse. Thank you very much again, Darcy. Do a combination of both of them. Darcy, Tully is the one that I didn't do. I usually start with Tully and go to Darcy. (laughs) Thank you very much, Tully. Yeah, my name is Tully. You can catch me on Dungeon Deep Dive every Wednesday where we uh, delve into uh, individual aspects of fantasy worlds. And thank you very much for joining us once again, Jack. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. So we'll be back next time next time with more plot hooks. Until then, keep playing games, everyone. Hey, I'm so, walking I'm here. walking over here. <laughs> <laughs> We're walking everywhere. Good morrow, mine kiotis. Tis I, your once and future pal, old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and ordealing, old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself an official That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Delicious Word Sandwich, the only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles, and the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one by the month as old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story, shares some advice from the almighty titan and old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway, then finally transforms every element of classic novel 
vegetables into ingredients. Example! Marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky, bitter cheese, and its hard-boiled plot into an egg. Shell included! All the while, delicious words sandwich chronicles old Maddie's madcap misadventures, in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Word Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my cuties. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Welcome back to sausage and egg McMuffiners and hash brown in the middlers. Welcome back to red or brown sauce debaters and latte one sugar drinkers. And welcome back to those who drive through. We know you missed us. We missed you too. Welcome back to the breakfast you love at McDonald's. Visit McDonald's.ie for latest restaurant information. No Leanne Le Havas. The beautiful new self-titled album. Including the tracks Bittersweet. Paper Thin. And Can't Fight. Leanne Le Havas. The self-titled album. Available now on vinyl, CD, and all digital platforms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.